Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Of all the things that we set out to master in life, the most important of them all is the mastery of ourselves. Mastering our own selves should come before anything. And while it's a journey, it really is a key step to take in order to master the business side of things too. Like you can't grow a business without growing yourself first. And that's why it's so important in the journey of mastering ourselves to set intentions. Now, this is actually something that I've just implemented with my own team here at Salon Owners Collective and Salon Bot, like setting the intention of what we are to achieve, looking forward and getting clear on that, and then ensuring that we master our own selves in performing. Today, I'm chatting to Erin Harper from The Confidence Co. Now, Erin works with entrepreneurs with the hair and beauty industry, just like yourself, on self-mastery and living with intention. Tune into this episode to hear Erin's expert advice on how to do these things and why they are so important and why you should get involved. Uh, I think you're going to love it. Let's jump in and I look forward to you meeting Erin. Erin, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. So I know this is going to be a goodie. So let's just start with uh, where are you in the world? What do you do? And how did you come to be doing that? Okay, so I'm in somewhere called Darlington, which is near Newcastle in the UK. Um, I run a salon which I have had for two years now in the current location. And I have 10 staff members. And in the last year and a half I have set up the confidence court where I coach beauty entrepreneurs to live their highest level of freedom and yeah that is me I'm beauty obsessed basically <laughs> I love it that's great what a great combination um so I know that this will come out a lot in our chat but you know how you manage basically running two businesses running a team and then running a business um tell us a little bit about what does it, what does a, a week in the life of Erin look like okay so um I tend to self-master schedule everything on a Monday very much kind of introverted on a Monday Tuesday I do my skin clinics and work with my team Wednesday I work with my team on training and have my coaching client calls and Thursday I do a clinic with advanced skin too and then Friday is very much training and sales calls or coaching client calls so it's very varied sometimes I can be doing all of that apart from my skin clinics around the world I do travel a lot um, but that is generally my week to week that's how it looks Sounds jam-packed, but very organized. Very organized. Has to be organized. Uh, now, you mentioned uh, on a Monday, this is the day that you focus on um, setting yourself up. Is that right? And setting an intention for the week or for the life? T talk to me about that. 
Absolutely. I found the key to accelerated success because let's be honest, we all want it quicker than we can have it. We want it yesterday, especially in the beauty industry because we're just fast paced. Um, I find if I really live intentionally, that's when the success has has come easier and quicker because I am one that believes it doesn't have to be this massive struggle. Um, and that's caused me to up level everything massively because I only focus on what I know I have to do that week. Um, that is just, I, I couldn't recommend that enough for any entrepreneurs. Definitely. Especially I think because we're so generally we come from being therapists ourselves we are so structured in appointments that if we can live like that but with intentions it works amazing so talk to me about intentions specifically like what 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 um give me an example okay so generally and i work with my coaching clients on this and actually my salon manager too and um, on a sunday night i will reflect so i will really really look into how my week has gone because we're humans at the end of the day and nothing goes to plan all the time and that's okay but it means you can learn from it that's the, the main thing what is that quote where it's like repeat the keep repeating expecting the same result it's like craziness so that's my sunday and on a monday and i look forward to it so much i will sit down and i'll set my non-negotiables for the week which are very much how many times i'm going to work out what sleep i'm going to have what i'm going to spend like literally that for me makes me tick i always say to my clients if something like that bores you don't don't do it as non-negotiable and then below i will do like four or five big needle tasks that i will focus on massively through the week so for example if you've got a christmas campaign coming up for your salon that will be my focus and i'll absolutely like squeeze everything out of it or alternatively, it might be that I'm away and I want to soak up as much inspiration for the month coming. So that's an example. Keep it fun, keep it light, keep it aligned. But that is all I work on that week. Okay, so this is this is great because I think, uh, is it because we're creative entrepreneurs? I don't know, but we can have too many cans open. And when we've got too many things on the bubble, we um, actually don't achieve much at all. So actually what you're saying is you're having less, you're very intentional about it, you have less open and you focus on that until you finish it. Yeah. And you know what? You start getting addicted to that process because yeah. I always explain it is I'm very impatient. So I really simplify stuff. You know how they used to say like, ask a lazy person how it's done. I almost say ask an impatient person mm -hmm. how it's done because I will get you there in the easiest way possible that's how my brain works so if you think about when you're starting to learn a treatment so i think of um lvls i don't know if you do lvls or have heard of them or it's basically a lash lift really simple treatment in the industry which everyone all heard of but the way that the trainer said to me years ago when i trained is it's like a cake recipe like you have to do it by the book so I believe we are very structured in that, but it's almost like as a salon owner, outside of treatments, we fight against that structure. And I really invite my my clients to lean into that because it feels more natural. It takes the stress off it and it pulls away that that ridiculous kind of thought belief that that goal setting and following stuff has to be a real boring struggle and chaotic when it doesn't. And the three to five things a week, my salon is like, is that it? But yeah, but you're going to do them and get used to that reason, that way of doing them without 
finishing them till they're really, really done. And you will get stuff done by Tuesday most of the time. Like it's crazy. Um, I know. I, I actually, I actually like it sounds so simple and easy. The hard bit is the discipline to actually pull that off. Um, but it's actually how you can, it's almost that you do less to do more. Yeah. Would that, would that be fair? Yeah. And don't fight against the simplistic like, yeah. element of it because that's what we do. We're like, it can't be that easy, surely. Like I have to have 12 things on my list to be an entrepreneur. Like, no, <laughs> no, I can assure you everyone listening will be like, oh yeah, I do that. Like you've got to simplify and I guarantee like billionaires, the, the CEOs, the, the people that really have made success will agree with the simplicity of everything. And one thing I'd say when you first start is before you get in the buzz from completing stuff, make them fun, you know, add something in there that you love. Like, like, I don't know, for example, for me, like take my manager for breakfast, like, and make her feel really, really valued in the team. Like that could be one thing I want to focus on that week because she's maybe been working so hard lately. Like make it enjoyable. Like we're here to have fun at the end of the day too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and I think what, uh, it, it is easy to think that everything needs to be hard. And so we almost make it harder ourselves. Yeah. We're our almost enemy and that's so cliche, but like, literally take this is what self-mastery is all about it's very much like kind of self-discipline but coming from a place of self-love and it's like yeah learn how you work and really like nurture it and and just just make it uh, make it you put your stamp on everything that you do great you said something to to me um as we started about starting things before we were we're ready tell me about your experience with that this has been really strange because I feel like I wrote this down in prep like last week and then everything that I've been listening to has been about this. So <laughs> on this topic at the minute. So yeah, I was listening to a podcast yesterday about it actually. And it's all about starting before you're ready. So it's flexing the muscle of not knowing is the way that I always explain it. And I think with me having the confidence core, um, everyone probably assumes that confidence is like this thing we're born with and we've just got and you know people with successful businesses must be super like confident and everything but confidence is competency but what I urge people to look at is that starting things when you're not ready you're going to get competent at that and that's going to give you confidence in your risks in your failures, in everything that you do in your business, which ultimately is how the business world works. So it is very much starting before you're ready, you know, get your intentions done and just do it is as simple as I can say, because the people that look like they've got everything together and are really confident, they're just very, very certain of themselves and certainty will get you a lot further than than worrying about having everything done and perfecting it before you do it because no one no one does that. Well, that's right. I, I too believe that the competency is uh, created in the doing. It's like um, learning to ride a bike and if you expect to hop on the bike and just ride away into the sunset perfectly, it's yeah. an unrealistic expectation. You are going to hop on the bike, you are going to fall off and you're going to get back on. So you need to start. Absolutely. It's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One quote that really like helped me is 
And again, it's always the simple stuff that you're like, oh my God, I know that. Why don't I think that? Um, and it was like, you never will get something right the first time. So it's mm. almost like having, having com- competence in knowing that and confidence in that that will happen. And then everything else just grows from there. Yeah. Um, it's giving yourself permission to fail on the, on the way to perfection. Absolutely. And almost like thrive in the failures because you actually learn so much more than like winning the first time. hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. You, you learn things more deeply. Yeah. You, you won't do them again. You will not. Oh. Do them again. <laughs> All right. And before you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Good advice. Now running a business, uh, mm-hmm. especially if you have more than one is full of distraction it's busy, it's noisy. How do we overcome this kind of uh, barrage of distraction and obstacles? Okay, so clearing out the noise is something that I think we need to do before anything else. And this is a real point of self-mastery, that if you crack this, again, you're just going to reap the rewards and you're going to live your life for yourself, which is what we all want. You know, we all want to progress in that way. That's all we're chasing. Um, so I like to start my salon owners with setting boundaries and detoxing. So detoxing can look like delegating stuff that doesn't light you up, as simple as that. Or it could be setting boundaries with people in your life that maybe are holding you back or are maybe not on your on your path or or doing anything good for you when you're in the business mode you know we all have families we all have things that maybe aren't don't agree with us that come from a, a caring place but it's setting these boundaries so that you know from like your nine to five or nine till seven however your day looks that you're setting the boundaries for your intentions that you've set but you're also not doing stuff that's wasting your time so that you can only focus on the big needle tasks, which is what as a salon owner, as a CEO, as the operator in your business, you really need to start thinking like. Yeah. Okay. So really it's about learning to say no and what you're going to say no to. Yes. So anything that is distracting you from your business growth, or your long-term goals or dreams or however big they are, you shouldn't be doing. A really good example of this is like, I have a salon owner who has kids and she runs a salon and she's got these big dreams for upscaling and expanding. And she was still like cleaning like two hours a week. I was like, times aren't that hard. Like get a cleaner, like as simple as that. Like delegate stuff detox your life so that you are like living every day as your like higher self you see yourself like what would the CEO side of you do that is what I tend to ask myself hallelujah to the cleaner I have to say (laughs) (laughs) everyone would be like yes that is all that's all definitely I know some I know some people are listening going oh I can't afford it or that's such a luxury or um you know, I'm not too above myself to do the cleaning myself, but it's, it's more than that, right? It's, it's more than... Again, that's the CEO question. Like, what would the CEO side of you say? You know, in five years, if you're sitting on, you know, let's say you're wanting to sit on a beach drinking champagne, that might be not everyone's dream, but would would that 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 higher version of you be like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not too good to do the cleaning? Like, 
no, you're not too good to do the cleaning, but you should be doing what you're aligned to do. That's your purpose. Like, stop selling yourself this rubbish. <laughs> That's right. And, and and creating the space to do the things that move the needle, as we both like to say, that actually is yeah. going to make the difference between where you are now and where you are tomorrow. Exactly. Because ultimately, like, you don't have forever to do this and yes we've got loads of time I agree with that but you've got less than 100 summers left like don't waste it cleaning like please don't waste it cleaning <laughs> that's right we should be sitting on the beach sooner <laughs> yeah exactly exactly I think I think there are some um other benefits I mean I know we're focusing on on cleaning and there is lots of things that fall into this category but I um recently have just been enjoying this myself I've always had a cleaner to come and support and I recently have a new one and I've decided she's going to come and see me twice a week now that feels really luxurious well it did felt really luxurious at the beginning like oh do I really need it but I'll tell you the difference that it's made to funnily enough to my headspace and yeah. the house, of course. But when I walk around the house and I don't have to look at piles of washing or mm -hmm. uh, dust and mould around the windows um, or when, when those things aren't filling my head, my head is free to think about the problems that I had to solve. Now, um, over the weekend, I had... Uh, we had a really busy weekend. It was Father's Day. It was my son's birthday. We had soccer tournaments. We had lots of things going on. So there, was, so I didn't really have a chance uh, to do much. But in the spaces between, because I wasn't then also running around finding like where are my kids' clothes, um, exactly. haven't done the vacuuming cleaning, the look at the dishes haven't been done. I actually solved four really big problems that I was been thinking about that I hadn't got to solve during the week because I was busy being busy. I thought if I was busy, yeah, exactly. If I was around doing now, trying to do those other things, I wouldn't have had the brain space to really think at a higher level, and that white space was just was everything. So she's worth her weight in gold to me. Exactly, it is so much more than the like what you what it looks like because every answer you need is in you. You just need to create that space. So the way to look at it, I suppose rather than the cleaning analogy is what would you do to like your favorite person in the world to help them? You would give them time and space. So do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I, I don't know about you, but my best ideas come on holiday or when I'm in the shower. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's because of space. Yeah, that's right. That's all we need to replicate in our everyday life, really. Okay, so I mean, this this is the goal to create some white space. There, um, sometimes there are obstacles that we need to deal with to create that. What are some other ways that we can create white space or uh, white space or clear the noise or detox? Okay, so again, it's I think technology takes over us a lot. Mm -hmm. I know that in terms of self mastery, a few little tips that I do is I have my morning routine, which is completely, everyone needs, it leads to success. It gives you that space in the morning. I will get up and I will do meditation. I will do movement, whether that's a dog walk or workout. Then I will journal. I'll set my intentions for how I want to feel that day. I think that's important because we're all chasing a feeling 
um, realistically, it's not always the external tasks we focus on. So I, I kind of set myself the intention even down to how I want to feel. Um, and then I will read or immerse myself in like a podcast while I'm like making breakfast or getting ready for the day. Um, and that really gives me that space at the start of the day. This creates a space for me not to react to staff, to clients, to problems. It gives me the space to respond instead um, from that place of space, if you like. So I really believe in them tools. And I believe that any part of the day, if anything gets overwhelming or crazy, like have that five minutes and almost do them four steps again. Um, one of the resources that um, I'm going to recommend really goes into why this works so much. But I would definitely say that the first part of your day for yourself with them four things is transformative massively. It takes a little self-discipline to implement something like that. Uh, to get that underway if you're going from zero to hero would you say what would be the most important thing to start with if you were just starting from no morning routine for example okay no morning routine maybe give yourself five minutes with a coffee coming back to your breath like that's all meditation is it can go deeper it can go bigger like don't overwhelm yourself again simplistic make it easy set yourself Five minutes with a coffee with no one around, just five minutes before your family gets up. Set yourself, you know, a five minute stretch if you don't want to go out and move or go. start little because you're going to get addicted to that ritual and you're going to get addicted to that feeling of, of doing it. And I always say as well, you know, write down when you've achieved something in your calendar and the days when you're feeling overwhelmed and, you know, a bit of a failure or your stuff's not together, go back and sit and remind yourself that you have done it, you can do it. And it'll take you back to that space. And it is repetition. Like I said, consistency, competency, that'll give you confidence in doing something that will, will become part of your ritual. Yeah. Cause it's just the beginning of the ritual. That's the hard bit. And then, and then you're away, right? Yeah. When you start feeling the benefits of it, you'll just be like, oh my God, get me out of bed. Like hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. I know for me, I have to not start my day on my phone. I mean, my phone is in arm's reach. It's my alarm clock. And if I, the, the beginning of the end is if I pick up my phone and I start looking. Like totally. That's a ritual that I've had, I've had to ditch. And um, that keeps me, I guess, that in that kind of white space and just being present. Um, and for me, the other one for me, when I want to change a habit or remember a new routine that I'm trying to put into place is sticky notes. It's so simple and basic, but I, if I can't remember the routine yet, stick them around somewhere to remind me, oh, that's right, I'm supposed to be doing yeah. such and such. And, and then you're kind of doing it mindlessly at the start because you're just following your own lead. That's right. And you need that on the morning when you're getting used to something, but... Yeah, hundred percent. And another thing with what um you said about your phone is I'll have mine on airplane mode um from probably about like nine o'clock till till like I finish my morning routine the next day. Um because then even if I'm tended like there's no notifications come through, it's better apparently for the brain in terms of turning off like Wi-Fi that's around you while you're sleeping too, in terms of the sciencey side of things. But it just remind you that really it's our ego telling us like no one needs right now like put it on airplane mode do your thing they need you at your best 
So you owe it to them. If you're having a really bad morning doing it for yourself, think about the other people around you. They need you to be your best self. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like that. Now, you're a business owner. Of mm-hmm. What is a quote or a mantra or something that keeps you focused or centered? Or so, Tell us something that you can share with us. Okay, I would say um, the only job you have is to feel good. That is the only job. So I like to think of it as like, get out of your own way. Your beliefs shape your decision ultimately. You know, don't focus always on the result, on the action, but just get out of your own way and just feel good. Again, simplistic. People might say it's all right for you, but literally the only job you have is to feel good. Because from that stems everything. 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 <laughs> That's you, right. You will attract what, what you kind of, how you perceive things and if you feel rubbish no matter how big the rich is the salon the staff you will see a problem in that so focus on your beliefs um and feeling good and it'll be hard to rock your boat I would say definitely it takes time to reshape or change beliefs I mean I guess the first thing to overcome is that this is that it's even a thing that can be changed that it's something that's separate to you and that you can reshape a belief if you think oh I don't want to believe that to be successful in business I need to work hard I think I like to choose that it can be effortless yeah maybe not easy effortless <laughs> um on the whole concept of beliefs at first I was like what do you mean what, what is a belief you just think it's just in you don't you but yet yeah, sometimes breaking down like do I believe that sometimes it's as simple as that like do I actually believe that like does this have to be mm. hard you know, and and thinking where have I heard this from and, and why am I regurgitating it thinking it's my own when it's not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you have some some books that you'd like to recommend and share with us. I do indeed. So 5am Club, I would 100% recommend to anyone that is interested in knowing more about like self-mastery, the morning routine, why this is so essential for your business growth and personal growth. I love that. Also, if you're not a reader, just whack it on YouTube, get the audio book, like just listen to it. However, you know you're going to soak it up most, but just be consistent because it's really, really full of value. Um, Profit first, I would say for a salon owner, this has massively changed it for me. I know that um, money is something we all kind of have to focus on as a business owner. So Profit First really simplified that. And because I am, like I've said, like things simple, this I'd really recommend in terms of that. And Codependency No More, I'd really recommend for anybody that feels like everyone relies on them, family, clients, colleagues, staff, like, it is a bit different from the other two in terms of it's more personal development, but I would say for me, it really kind of shone the light on why we have to put ourselves first before anything. And there's massive value in that for business because you ultimately are leading everybody, especially in our industry. Mm. I've no, I've not read that one. So that's really interesting to me. Definitely recommend it. It's, it's kind of sore at the start, but just go through it because you will notice a lot of things. And I just think from working with salon owners, it's like very, very um, relevant to a lot of us because ultimately we go into this industry because we want to serve. Um, yeah. And this is all about that. 
All right. I'm going to put the link to all three of those in the show notes of this podcast. So check it out. All right. Well, thank you so much. That um, has been really good. I mean, there are some, they're really simple, but sometimes hard to implement because Mm -hmm. it's self-discipline. As I like to say, self-discipline will set you free. So thank you for sharing those. So welcome. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Now, where can people come and find you? What's your Insta handle um, and what's your dub dubs? Okay, so my Insta handle is Erin the Confidence Core, and my website is theconfidencecore.com, and Facebook is the Confidence Core. Easy as that. That is where you'll find me. And I've got a free um, high vibe beauty entrepreneur facebook group that i'd love you all to join it's the link in my bio on my instagram and that has loads more of what we've chatted about today perfect wonderful well thank you again erin i really appreciate your time uh as i come into the end of my day your day is just getting started (laughs) gorgeous start of the day thank you so much for having me okay thanks erin that's a wrap i really appreciate your chat today and as i said setting intention is something that I have been trying to work on for myself and set that in place for myself and now I've brought that into our team so we have clarity, so we have a vision stepping forward and I'm really looking forward to the direction and the connection that it pulls us all together actually. I think mastering yourself and your own life is such an important step when you're trying to conquer something in business. Like without intention I think we just float in the wind. Nothing will ever be perfect and we all make mistakes along the way, but I think it's vital to remember that we're in the driver's seat of our own life and that we need to take the wheel and take control. So make the most of it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Now, if you're ready to take that next step in business, maybe you want to grow, but you feel stuck. You've got the grit, you've got the determination, you've got the mindset to make your salon a booming success. But what you're missing is a solid framework needed to create, do you know, like a good foundation for growth. Before you grow and scale quickly, build a team and make sure your business is profitable, set up on a profitable format. So if you want our help, come and chat with me about it. I'm here to help you and to help you grow your team. So come and chat with me, like actually chat with a human, me. (laughs) I'm going to leave a link to chat with me in Messenger. You'll always find me in Messenger. Come and reach out. I'm going to leave the link to Messenger that makes sure it comes directly to me. I'll leave it in the show notes of this episode podcast on the www.salonownerscollective.com forward slash episodes. That's where you'll find all of the podcast episodes. I'm going to put a link there to chat with me in Messenger and uh, reach out. Otherwise, I look forward to being with you again on the podcast next week. See ya. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Tune in each week as we reveal the latest insight and advice on what it takes to make your salon a success today. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or visit us online at salonownerscollective.com for answers to your common questions, to follow Larissa and much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.